Hey guys, what is up? And welcome to episode 3 of Fantasy Football Shorts. Today's episode will be on Cooper Cup and whether or not can he still produce what he got last year? Can he even improve on what he did last year? Or will he regress a little bit and be worse and not the number one receiver again this upcoming year? So first, a little bit of background with Cooper Cup. So last year was his fifth season in the NFL. And he obviously, you might remember the Triple Crown. He posted the greatest wide receiver season in NFL history. He had 145 catches, which was second to Michael Thomas's in 2019. 1,947 yards, which was second to Calvin Johnson ever which in 2012. Uh, 1,964 yards. Um, and 16 touchdowns, and that led to 440 fantasy points last year. And what made him so valuable to fantasy people last year, fantasy people, was the fact he had 11 targets a game. So uh, if he's having a high, his number of targets is high, there's more opportunities for catches, and there's more opportunities for those fantasy points, right? Um and 30 catches of 20 yards or more, and nine receptions, 40 yards or more. So the the soup, what, what, what was mixed into the pot with him was the fact that he was not only getting the targets to have a successful fantasy season, he was getting the long bombs to, ha- to have a successful fantasy season. Like, he hit like one. Just think about it. If you're if you're in a fantasy matchup, and say Cooper Cup only has a point, one reception for forty yards is giving him up five more. And if that is a forty yard reception for a touchdown, that's eleven more points. So what made so that was what kind of made him so valuable. Um, and other things, the Rams he had double digit or two ten or more chances. Um, in 16 of their 20 games this season, that's including the Super them going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. Um, scored two touchdowns in six games, like multiple touchdown games, um, and eight games with over 30 fantasy points. There was only one game where he had fewer than 17 fantasy points, and if I remember correctly, I think he still had like 13 or 14. So, if 16 of the 17 games, so not only was he healthy, in 16 of the 17 games that he played in, he had more than 17 points or more. And, like, half of those games were 30-plus games. Like, there's literally nobody else, nobody else, that you can call more of a must-start. Like, you shouldn't even... If you even take a second to consider anyone else, and it's not even so much the the mega-point games. It's just the fact that he's so consistent um, with... He's just so consistent. He's getting the targets from Matt Stafford. He's catching multiple balls. He had 16 touchdowns. So that's a touchdown in almost... An average, almost one touchdown a game. So you can basically guarantee those six points coming to you. All of these long bomb receptions, which gives you five or six at one time. And <clears throat> and 12 games, 
over 100 yards in 17 games with seven or more catches. So think of it, 17, so including the playoffs, every 17 games out of the 20, he had seven catches. And 12 times he had 100 yards. Eight times with over 30 fantasy points in PPR leagues. One time with fewer than 17. There's no reason why Cooper Cup isn't the first wide receiver off the board next year. Obviously, if you're smart, you go running back in the first round in PPR. But whoever has that first pick in the second round should be lucky enough where Cooper Cup is going to be there. Cooper Cup is going to be, if for no reason, unless something happens from now and leading up to the season, there's no reason why Cooper Cup isn't a clear number one guy. First, he's, So my projection for him, he's still going to average like over 20 fantasy points a game like he did this past year. I don't see any reason why, if he did so well last year, Matt Stafford shouldn't have any more confidence in him. Um, and so I just think he's going to be the first wide receiver off the board. He's going to be a first round pick, or he's going to be the first pick in the second round. And so if you want Cooper cup, I wouldn't, he's just, I, it's just, he's just so valuable. Like there's not much more that I can really say. Um, yeah. So based off what he did last year, he got the triple crown. He had, Eight fit 30 fantasy point games. He had like 17 games with seven or more catches, which you know every single catch is a fantasy point. Um, so Cooper Cup should be the first wide receiver off the board. If he's still there after your first pick, take him, please. It would be a very bad thing if you just decided, no, I'm not taking him. Um, and so Cooper Cup, first wide receiver off the board, and that is your outlook on Cooper Cup. He's going to have a much similar season. Obviously, I don't think he can do the exact same thing just because of the numbers he put up, but he's going to do similar things with only a 5 to 5%-ish regression type thing. Um, but he's going to do similar things because he has the same quarterback, a similar team. Um, he's going to be the number one receiver again. And there's no reason just to have worlds, whether for the team and Matt Stafford, and for you as a fantasy manager to have so much confidence in him moving into next season. So Cooper Cup, first wide receiver off the board, first or second, early second round pick and um that's your outlook on cooper cup for next season episode four coming either tomorrow or sunday and that's going to do it for this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you did please follow the show uh send me a voice message if you did enjoy and i will talk to you next time on the show preston green see you later